Do we see an upset this week in the SEC? Other weeks, we have tried to point some out. There may have been one or two here uh, that happened here or there. But this week might be the hardest, Ben, for you to say that there will be. Because this week in the SEC, you have Arkansas Pine Bluff at Arkansas. You got LSU at Ole Miss. You got Mississippi State at Vanderbilt. You got Tennessee at Alabama. You have South Carolina at Texas A&M. Touchdown turnover. We will see an upset this week in the SEC. I say <clears throat> touchdown. There, there's always upsets. Always. Every single week. Just like last week, we we went through the games and discussed if we thought the top 25 would, would change, if the SEC would still have seven or whatever ranked teams. And... Nobody saw Auburn beating Arkansas. Nope. And Bo Nix playing the way that he did. Nobody saw LSU beating Florida. Nope. And so there were two upsets last week. Tennessee nearly pulled off the upset. That would have been three. Vanderbilt was a couple of seconds away from pulling off the upset. That would have been four. Uh, So there's always an upset. So the question is, which one? Which one? I'm going to call my shot and say LSU beats Ole Miss. I think LSU found something last weekend. and, And I think they're playing with house money. At this point, considering Coach O is not going to return, Matt Corral's status is up in the air. Maybe it is a smoke screen, like like Coach O called out Lane Kiffin for doing. Uh, he was asked about it, and he thought it was a, a smoke screen. So maybe that is the case. But if, if Matt Corral can't go, that, that completely changes the outlook on that team because you've got some receivers that are banged up if you're Ole Miss. Um, you, you won't be without your Heisman front runner. If, if Corral can play, is he even 100%? And on the other side, LSU, not a, not a good defense, but they have talent on that defense that, that maybe a couple guys can, can make some plays. And, and it seems like LSU's rushing offense really found something against Florida. And it's not like Ole Miss's defense is great. So I, I think LSU's going to be able to run the ball on Ole Miss. And uh, because of the health of, of Matt Corral, I'll, I'll say LSU beats Ole Miss. You know what LSU got this past week, Ben? They got closure, man. I think that those coaches um, got closure. The players got closure. Ed Ogeron's not going to be back next year. It was a good. It was a good ride. They achieved a lot. You know, guys that were, are you know, older players on that football team. You won championship two years ago, but you got closure. Now it's let's finish the right way. There's coaches on that staff that their careers are not over. They're coaching for a chance to get a job in the future or be retained by the new head coach. So your status is not up in the air. You know your fate. You're not going to be here under Ed Ogeron as head coach. Players, you beat Florida. That's that's one of your rival games. Florida was a better team coming into this game, and, and you had a tough game against uh, Kentucky, where you got basically doubled up. You got embarrassed. I think you might be on something, Ben. I really do. And the LSU Ole Miss game is something I'm looking at. Ole Miss is putting a lot of weight on this game. There's a lot of stuff in the peripheral that's going on. They are painting the end zones there at Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. And last name is Manning. 
They are celebrating Eli Manning. I think the reason for doing that has dual meanings because looks like Arch Manning is going to be in attendance for for that game. And it's funny to me that they're doing all this stuff to get Arch Manning, and Lane ain't going to even be there probably next year. No. But if he if he is, Ole Miss is the follow, fallback plan. If he is unable to get some of these bigger jobs in the offseason, then, hey, you might as well put that work in and try to get Arch and go all out and use that advantage that you have of Archie playing there, uh, Eli playing there. So use that advantage. Use it to your advantage. Did Lane you know Houston. Arch's sister goes to Tennessee? I did not know that. Why Why did I not, not know that? I just told you. People people, people carrying her books to class? What's, what's, what, what, what are we waiting on? So you're saying we need to find out Arch Manning's sister's schedule and escort her to class every day. Yeah, y'all should, y'all should be for her. You should be carrying her on a throne, like like carrying her to class up the hill, down the hill, carrying her books. Yeah, she should be treated like a a queen. Well, what's the problem? What are we waiting on? Fortunately and unfortunately, it appears Arch is trending towards Texas or Georgia. I, I would be okay if he went to Texas. I'd, I'd much rather see him at Texas than Georgia, Alabama. Alabama also in the mix, but there's a lot of Texas Steve Sarkeesian buzz, and, and there's a lot of Georgia buzz as well. He's been to Georgia a couple times now. Uh, Alabama in the mix as well. I think Ole Miss is courteously – I don't know that that's a word. But I just made it a word. It is right now. Courteously, <laughs> is it is in the mix? I I think uh, Arch is being courteous to Ole Miss, unlike he is being to to Tennessee. So you know what? Blank Arch Manning. Dang. You don't want to give us the time of day. Not, Blank not, you. Not yet, man. Not yet. He ain't coming to Tennessee. Not yet. Tennessee. He hasn't visited. There's been no serious conversations. Whereas he, he has visited Texas and Georgia and Alabama multiple times, always talking to those coaches. Those coaches are going to visit him. Has he even? He ain't coming to Tennessee. Has he even answered a text message? I mean, I don't. I'm, you know how you text somebody and like the three bubbles start coming back, like the other person is, is, is typing and getting ready to send you something back, and so you just sitting there waiting on it. I think I think Tennessee sees the bubbles pop up and then they go away. Is he at least typing a response back? Nah, I don't think so. Oh man, I, I have heard. Zero buzz about Arch Manning in Tennessee. So, again, Blake Arch Manning. <laughs> hey, man, Tennessee didn't have a chance with Walter Nolan at one point, and then look at us, man. Walter Nolan is going around carrying people, if, doing his best Uros impersonation. If, if Arch Manning comes to Tennessee, I'll buy you lunch at Dead End. That sounds, that if, sounds good to if me. If Tennessee – has a hat on the table at the end. I will buy your lunch at Dead End. I'm all, I'm all for that. I'm all for that. So hopefully he goes to Texas. For sure. Hey, also, we keep saying that we don't think Lane will be at Ole Miss long term. But we also keep saying that we don't think LSU 
would go after Lane, or that Florida would go after Lane, or that USC would go after Lane. So which one, which one is it? What, what, what side are we taking? Is it the, the because I'm, I'm guilty of this too. I'm really speaking to myself as well. But are, are we taking the side of Lane stuck at Ole Miss because no, no, none of these big jobs want to touch him with a 10-foot pole? Or are we taking the side of, oh, yeah, it's just a matter of time before one of these big-time jobs takes him away from Ole Miss? You feel what you feel what I'm saying? I think I think schools value winning, and they are willing willing to. I think somebody will be willing to take him on and 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 deal with him and deal with him and be cocky enough and confident enough to say, "Oh, yeah, he he won't do it here. We'll control him here. We'll make sure he does it does not do that here. We'll have a nice talk with him." He won't do that here. I think I think there's big schools out there that feel like they can do that because sitting head coaches, they just they just successful ones who are in a good position, they just don't move a lot. Now James Franklin is a prime you know target that I think will move. You know, Dan Mullen, as good as a job he did at Mississippi State, he was there for a long time until the right situation opened up for him. So I don't know, man. I mean, you you raise a good point. You, you do re- really raise a good point. We know that Lane. That. We know Lane is is confident and thinks he's better than Ole Miss. But at the same time, will those other schools bring him in? All right, let's go back to the phones. What school do we want Lane to end up at? Um, Ole Miss. <laughs> you stay right there at Ole Miss. I don't want him at Florida or LSU. But if we think that he would, his mess would, would get him in trouble at said school. They'll cover it up for you in Florida, man. Look what they did with uh, Urban Meyer and all those folks down there. Look what they didn't do with old Shark Humper. Well, they, didn't, they didn't back him. When, that's because he, he stunk on the field. That's why. Fair enough. <laughs> Let's get Turkey Man. Turkey Man, good morning. Good morning, individuals. Good mo- Hope you have a good weekend. You too. All right. Hey, uh, uh, if you get a chance, Ben, I guess Ben being one mask, ask Hypo uh, what kind of cigars he's going to carry down there. And uh, if, he, he's, he, if he knows anything about that that tradition, because uh, I haven't had anybody, I don't think, I think Swain's the last one who got to smoke them, didn't you? Yep. Mm-hmm. I, so. I don't even like cigars like yeah. that, but I, I, no, I was just, puff, puff, passing. A, yeah, walk around like uh, like Butch with, with uh, like you can't smoke them. Yeah, I'm not going to give Alabama any bulletin board material, Turkey Man. Why? Well, they'll they'll they they would see those comments and think, oh, really? That's that's what you think? You you you're going to come down here and smoke a cigar on our field? Well. the, the Talking to Josh Heupel, that 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 opportunity is gone now. It's Friday. Yeah, we won't talk to him until after the game. Yeah, tomorrow. so it's 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 a wrap. I mean, you could ask him, did he even pack him? But yeah. I wouldn't blame him. I wouldn't blame him too much if he didn't. Um, I would feel for like five seconds, like, dang man, you didn't pack him. But I would understand why he didn't, to be honest. Um, but can't ask Hypo anything right now, Turkey Man. So I'll ask maybe him after next the year. Game. 
next year. Well, go ahead and ask hey, him. Hey, hey, I believe you bring your cigars with you. He going to say, yeah, yeah. Turkey, brought- man, per- tur- Turkey Man wants to know what brand it is. Type of going, like, yeah, I got him. Got a whole box full. Got the Legend Cigar. I got a few Jamar Davis. Yes, sir. All right. I want uh, all Vol Nation to call in Fine Bomb. Yesterday, he was determined not to talk to me about the game or about uh, uh, Jeremy Pruitt. Uh, he he hung up on me, and I, was, I waited an hour, and he, 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 he cut me off. So I called, 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 baby, you know me, I'm determined. And, uh, I got back on and the guy said, well, he just didn't want to talk again. Well, uh, listen and call and talk about the game. Listen and call and talk about the game. And so when I asked, when I finally got on, I asked him, I said, uh, how come SEC Network didn't, didn't show that six points that was, was, uh, taken off the board? I said, how come they didn't, they, they took it off there? They're re-showing. And I, we got to go. We got to go. And I think because the next thing I was going to ask, I even told the, told the screener. I said, I want to find out uh, where uh, uh, Jeremy Pruitt, I said, I know he, he, he was coached uh, uh, under De- uh, Dabo. And I said, he was at Georgia. He, he coached with uh, 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 Kirby Smart at, at Alabama. And I said, under Nick Saban, where did he get his coaching uh, uh, skills and management. What do you learn all of these learn? And uh, I didn't get a chance to ask that. Well, Turkey Man, um, Prue never worked with Dabo. Uh, Prue did work with, you know, guys at Florida State and Georgia and Alabama. And I'm going to give you some advice, Turkey Man. You call in them, them type of shows, they ain't got a lot of time for the, for the pleasantries. You know, you don't have a lot of time to make three or four points. You got to get to the point. You got to get to it quick. You got to go from zero to 60 real quick. I think I heard that on a song a time or two. Uh, I believe it's zero to 100. Yeah, get there. Zero to 100 real quick. Real quick. Real the philosopher blank Drake quick. said that. So that's that's my advice, Turkey Man. Just, just get to. Just get to the point. Because if you don't, they'll hit you with this. They'll hit you with the land of plane. They will land a plane on you, Turkey Man. So treat this show as practice. But get in there, fine bomb, and get straight to the point. And then you can do the same. You're on the show, you know, too. You gotta have that call of discipline. Get straight to the point. And fine bomb can't cut you off. He he'll go straight to you next time that you call. That's how you do it, right there, Turkey Man. Hour two continues after this. Stay with us. At work? Can't call in? Don't feel bad. You can talk to the guys on the text box. It's part of the free Swain event app. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. Litter is a big problem in Tennessee, but together we can do big things. We can make our cities, our waterways, 
are roads cleaner and safer. The Tennessee Department of Transportation is committed to reducing litter in our communities, but we need your help to do it. There are over 100 million pieces of litter in our roads at any given time, and it costs TDOT about $19 million a year just to clean it up. The first step to keeping Tennessee beautiful is to rally behind these three simple words. Nobody Trashes Tennessee. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at NobodyTrashesTennessee.com. Out-of-town law firms have been swarming into East Tennessee lately. Firms from Memphis, Chattanooga, and Birmingham have stormed into the area. Wouldn't you rather do business with a local law firm? You know, a true neighbor. Marcos Garza and the pros at the Garza Law Firm are just that. They are our neighbors and friends that support local causes year-round. The Garza Law Firm works to serve you professionally on criminal matters, injuries and accident matters, and Social Security and disability filings. The Garza Law Firm is here for you at GarzaLaw.com. The Garza Law Firm, let us help. J.C.'s Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. Guys, your health right now is more important than ever. I recommend Low T Center. That's where I get my levels checked. It all starts with the annual wellness exam where they do a comprehensive health assessment exclusively for men, making it quick and easy to take care of your health. And now they offer monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatment. Most insurance is accepted. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment and make your health a priority. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. I just wanted to come by and congratulate you on the great work you've been doing. I like your style. You remind me of a young me. Failure is not an option. That boy is good. Don't remind yourself. Nobody built like you. You design yourself. Attaboy. Attaboy is brought to you by Made in Tennessee Business Fiber Internet from Iris Networks. Find business solutions for you at irisnetworksusa.com.
time for Attaboy here on the program. Swain Event Fuel by Dead End Barbecue. Attaboy is brought to you by Iris Networks. IrisNetworksUSA.com is their website. Check out how they can provide you, business owners, with high-quality fiber internet and voice. You can experience that for 90 days without any payment. That is IrisNetworksUSA.com. All right, Ben, what do you have for Attaboy today? I am giving two California men an attaboy today. My first one goes to Los Angeles Dodgers center fielder Chris Taylor. You dirty. Who hit three home runs. You dirty. Last. <laughs> you dirty. You dirty dog. You, you are dirty. <sighs> I'm giving Steph Curry an attaboy. Last night, Steph Curry, my, my brother from another mother. Well, I don't know that. Well, I'm glad we are from another mother, but that's a different conversation. Uh, I'm giving Steph Curry an attaboy because he went absolutely off last night. He finished with 45 points and 10 rebounds on 8 for 13 shooting from the three-point line. But in the first quarter, he had 25 points on 5 of 5 shooting from the three-point line. He was 9 for 9 in the first quarter, 5 for 5 from the three-point line, and had 25 points in the first quarter, as he also shot 100% from the free throw line. Just a, a different level is, is Steph Curry, and he's so fun to watch. So my attaboy goes to uh, Steph Curry. Just that one? Mm-hmm. I thought you was going to get some, somebody from the Dodgers an attaboy. Oh, Chris Taylor? Yeah, he gets an attaboy as well, hitting three – Home runs last night in the Dodgers' 11-2 victory over the Atlanta Braves in Game 5 of the National League Championship Series to cut the Braves' 3-1 lead to 3-2. Why did, why did you emphasize Atlanta so much and cut? So Why did you emphasize well, those words so much, man? I, I find it very interesting that the Braves don't actually play in Atlanta. They play in Cumberland, Georgia. I mean, hey. The, the, the Cumberland Braves. You ain't right. You ain't right, Ben. You ain't right. Right Jeff. right next to Cumberland Mall. So uh, I emphasize the Atlanta because what, some would call them the Cumberland Braves. Jennifer, Jennifer Moore's going to cut you, man. That's all right. I'll fight her back. I'll cut her back. <laughs> She's going to cut you. She's going to cut you. <laughs> oh, man. 865-255-03. Oh, <clears throat> Tramiel does not like the dig. <laughs> Tramiel says, that's why y'all buy or sell ass Yanks sitting at the crib. Spend all that money just to sit at the crib like some peasants. Oh, Tramiel, this isn't 1990 or 2000 anymore. It's 2021. All these teams are spending money. All these teams are spending money. Do the Yankees spend more than... Than most other franchises, yes, not not more than uh, <laughs> not more than. Look at these, the, look at the these Braves fans. They coming in They're hot. Triggered. They're triggered. Five cent ball says mute him, Swain. I don't control. I don't control the mics. I I control the mics. Isn't that right, Swain? Yeah. See, I can I can mute Swain anytime I want. He can. But 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 he can't mute me anytime he wants. Yeah. Although yeah. he'd like to lean over and punch me. Yeah, you control it, man. You control it. John K from South Carolina says forty percent of the players on the 08 Florida team have been arrested. 
they cut they covered up for Urban. We were talking about you know Lane possibly not getting an opportunity with some of the bigger schools like a Florida, and um, because of his past, and I made the the point that they did it with Urban. Doesn't mean they'll do it again, but hey, we know that schools are willing to risk it all to be able to win. They are willing to risk it all. QC Rodney says everyone talking about the Braves that don't even live in Georgia. Cumberland's not even a town. If you're going to throw shade, at least get the city right. Oh, QC. There's no city called Cumberland, Ben, from T.W. Vols. Hunter oh, says being upset the Yankees QC. sitting on the couch. D. Cody says nasty Nate on the mound tonight for the Red Sox. Boston in seven. Again, I hate the White Sox for making me <laughs> root for uh, – the Astros. The Astros. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the other McKee says, real question, would Arch think more about Ole Miss if a different coach was there? I don't know. I don't I don't know. I know that the Mannings know more about the Kiffins than the public know about the Kiffins. So, I don't I'm I don't. sure that's part of it, but that's to me it's like, why, why would you go to Ole Miss – would you can go to Texas, Alabama, or Georgia? Why would you go to Ole Miss when you can go to Texas, Alabama, or Georgia? Like I, I know Lane is a, a great play caller and great for quarterbacks and and whatnot, but uh, so is Steve Sarkeesian. There's a lot of good coaches out there, good for quarterbacks. I don't I don't know who the OC will be after Bill O'Brien, but that OC will be good for Arch Manning as well. And maybe Bill O'Brien is a name that is in the mix of LSU and Florida, USC. I mean, he has – I think he probably fits the college game more than the pro game. And look what he did at Penn State when Penn State got hit with that, you know, Jerry Sandusky stuff. I mean, he did a good job of kind of um, leading them through that just terrible, terrible time. And it made it really easy for James Franklin to pick up the pieces when Bill O'Brien left and, and they, they had success. So, um, Rev on the text box, he sent this in at uh, 7.52. I really didn't want to read it. But because you sent the message in, Rev, and you put energy in sending it, we'll read it. Because it doesn't do anything but make me sad. But I'll read it anyways, Rev, just because you sent it. <sighs> he says, I have, a Bama f- yeah, has a, I have a friend who's a Bama fan. He doesn't even talk smack to me anymore. That pisses me off more than anything. I hate Bama. I hate Georgia. I've deleted friends that were UJ fans. But this Buck Family Week, go Vols. Tell Evans to make sure he gives them the double the double finger salute yeah, for Sean Galden. It's for Sean Galden week, right? Uh, speaking of baseball, man, Evan Russell says – Come on down. Come on down, Tennessee fans. Come on down. Pulling his right. Bob Barker impersonation from The Price is Right. Come on down. Mm-hmm. How hard is it to uh, switch from outfield to playing catcher? That's something that he's doing. Uh, it's pretty difficult. Catcher is is not the the easiest position to play. It takes a toll on your body. And you have a, a lot of responsibilities. It's it's the most important position outside of pitcher. 
on, on the field, catcher and shortstop, and he's 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 doing well. He's doing better than I thought he would be. I, it doesn't look foreign to him. He signed with Tennessee as a catcher and just moved to the outfield or walked on at Tennessee as a catcher and then just moved to the outfield. So I was curious to see how he would look this fall, and Evans Evans looked looked like a catcher, which I think is a, a step in the right direction, a, a good thing. I think he'll be good. He he said that he likes playing catcher more than playing left field because when when you play left field, you have a lot of pressure on you to perform at the plate, to get hits, drive in runs, score runs, where when you're a catcher, it's more important to be a defensive catcher than a hitting catcher. It's it's nice to be a Salvador Perez or a Buster Posey. Um, or Javier Lopez. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Javier Lopez. Oh, oh come on, there Ben. I prefer oh, Brian McCann. Come on, Ben. The, I don't want to get canceled. Uh, Let me shut up. You're right. I like the Braves. I'm not letting y'all take a, li- a little you, joke for two seconds and turn it into me disliking the Braves. Even with y'all's little petty comments about my Yankees, I still like the Braves. <laughs> Lolly Vol says Ben's about to get them. Ben is about to get them hands from Miss Lolly along with Jennifer Moore. So you better get hit with some pocketbooks, Ben. Bring it on! <laughs> oh man! All right, question for our listeners: What do you want to see tomorrow? A win. Other than that, a win. Just win, baby. What do you want to see? What do you want to see? Can, can we eliminate the whole playing hard, too? Because we, we know they're going to play hard. Outside of, yeah, outside of that. They're going to play hard. They've done that we, for seven games. Right. We, we've, we've, over, we've gotten over that hurdle. That, that's not an issue. That, that, that is no longer I – mean, I mean, yeah, it's still nice to see, but it, it should no longer be a talking point. At this point, to me, it's, it's an expectation. It's always an expectation to play hard. No matter what you do in life, try hard in life. I mean, that's you shouldn't be getting a pat on the back for playing hard. No, and so, it just speaks to how miserable the yeah. the effort was last year. Yeah, so you know, we can we can omit the win. We can omit playing hard, right? Not mm-hmm. saying that Tennessee absolutely can't win at all. There's no chance at all. It's just you know, it's just a very slim chance. We understand that, but winning is the obvious answer. Like, yeah, I want to see a win, duh. But like, what else you want to see? Because we can go until we could have went into last week and pointed out things outside of just winning the game that we wanted to see. Great atmosphere, good impression on recruits. These are all things that happen despite losing that game. So it's an away game. Um, you don't control the atmosphere. You don't have recruits in town. But are there things that you want to see outside just to win, outside them playing hard? And I have one. And it's kind of based on what Josh Heupel said to the media yesterday. Josh Heupel talked about D. Beckwith, guys. Josh Heupel talked about D. Beckwith yesterday. And I think his comments... Explain in detail, they should have, why we have not seen D. Beckwith earlier in the season. But 
the fact that he is traveling this weekend, I think, means something. Hypo said uh, that Beckwith is trying to find his way in that running back group. The, the last couple of weeks, he's probably had his best weeks as far as practice habits are concerned. He'll be with us this weekend. And I think that's very important. Now, I'm not saying he's going to play on offense, but, man, I sure would like to see him play somewhere and can be a contributor on special teams. And, listen, if he does play on offense, that's great, too, because it's a possibility with all the, you know, the guys beat up. That's something that I would like to see, him going back home and him taking these few weeks to earn the trust of the coaches to the point where Josh Heupel is like, hey, man, he's his practice habits are, are improving. Have they improved enough to where you feel comfortable putting him out there? So that's something that I'm looking at. You know, I, I just want to see him play because I think an athlete like that can help on special teams. Last week there was a time where we saw like five special teams players trot off the field after the whistle had you know blown a play dead. And I'm sorry, I you know I'm sure the walk-on guys are hardworking. I'm sure they're giving they all, but that's just that's just never a selling feeling when you have five walk-on players in at the same time. So at least I want to see D, D Beckwith, you know, make it play on special teams, dude. Who knows? He may block a punt. That could be a game changer. So hypo comments about D Beckwith is something that like I want to see show up on on tomorrow and hopefully you know he he's able to play we see 21 out there you know what i want to see i want to see henry to'o to'o cockroached you know what a cockroach looks looks like when it's dead oh i i do man i've i've, I've lived in my fair share of uh trailer trailer homes trailer parks and and project type you know, environment. So yeah, I I hundred percent do. With, with, with it on its back and its its little little ugly legs up in the air That's and arms up see. in the air. That's what I want to see Henry T do on on Saturday. No, nothing personal, Henry. It sounds personal to me, Ben. He made it personal. When <laughs> <laughs> it sounds personal. Oh, nothing it, personal. He made it personal when when he decided to go to Alabama. Now you hit that. You hit that. No disrespect. But here's some disrespect. <laughs> I want to see Henry T. cockroached multiple times on Saturday to where an offensive lineman just just pulls and just. Mm. It'll be it'll be Spragans. Spragans has been on the he's been on the tippy toe line of getting a fifteen yard penalty and playing to echo the whistle. Carvin was last week too. Yeah, Carvin. Carvin said he he ready. He liked playing Bama, so maybe you know maybe 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 he's the one that gets I'd a hold see, of. I'd see Lene- I'd love to see Lenith Whitehead run run Henry over. Tyon run him over. I don't know that Tyon's going to play, but I'd, I'd love to see that happen. I'd love love to see Jabari. Run Henry over. I want to see him shake him out of out of shoes. That's what I want to see. Well, that's Hendon's job. When, when Hendon's in there, he's going to hit the B button, hit the spin move, and bop! Broken ankle. You know what's going to happen, though, right? Henry's going to have a pick six. Henry's going to have the game of his life. <laughs> that's, that's what will happen. He will have the oh, game man, of his life. I was life. so afraid to say that, man. I didn't want to say it. All right, who's on the phone? Buck Nasty. Buck Nasty! 
Dang right, Ben. I'm with you. I want Toe Toe to look like a $2 hooker on a hot Saturday night. On his back constantly. Speaking of hooker, I want him to have the game of his life, too. I'd love to see that kid uh, just fall out and like he said, shake, shake old Toe Toe plumb out of shoes one time for him. Didn't uh, Brandon Turnage commit to Alabama? And was there and then come here? No, he was He was actually at Alabama. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he was a Bama yeah, he before was there he converted. And come here. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see that kid get on the field. Yep. And it's crazy that he didn't last game, considering he had, you know, the game of his life uh, against South Carolina and was named SEC Defense Player of the Week. But, I mean, you're not going to play in front of Theo Jackson. So – Hopefully, there's there's more ways for him to get on the football field. I did see where Alante took himself out the game um, during the Ole Miss game, and we saw Kamal Hatton go in and do a really good job um, holding his own down. So, do we see Brandon Turnage some in this game? That's that's the question. Hopefully, for him, I you know I would like to see it happen and show those old teammates that hey man, I'm here, I'm balling, I'm doing my thing, and uh, there's a lot of guys. On both sides, man, they got a lot of good feelings about each other, a lot of relationships. It's weird, but, hey, it's it's, it's what's going on right now with, in the day and age of college football. That's right. I would like to also see Saban squirm a little. Have one of his tremendous flip-outs on the sideline. Because if he's doing that, that means we're doing something to him. And if we play like we did against Ole Miss, I'm not talking about the officiating. I'm not talking about none of that. I'm talking about the plays that were on the field that we had a chance to win that football game just from the players and the coaching staff, what they put together. I'd like to see that again. I'd like to see Javante come down with that ball. I'd like to see Bayless hold on to it. I'd like to see the line hold up and the running backs and Hooker hit the guy running naked down the sideline. And I think those plays are all there still this week. I think uh, Alabama, one of the biggest things they have trouble with is the running quarterback. Number two is they have trouble with pressure on the QB. And if we can get home early, I think we keep it closer than the experts think. You, well, you know what the experts what you think. You know, what, what's the what's the line, Buck Nasty? I haven't even looked. I, I, that's how bad and busy I've been here lately. I haven't even looked at the line. Yeah, ben, do you know what the line is? I haven't looked because I don't want to see the line. Yeah. I'm going to take a guess and say it's at 25. It was It was four touchdowns. I did see that. I don't, I don't know what exactly the line was. It is 25. Well, that shows you how bad my gambling addiction is. <laughs> I get close to not even know. Uh, or, or how good you are at gambling. I don't know. I don't know if my DraftKings account would account for that either. <laughs> but, no, I think if we can get some pressure on them, uh, I think Tennessee holds this thing a lot closer than what everybody thinks they do. But we got to clean up the penalties, and we can't have the turnovers. If you're going to win a game like this, you have to play a perfect football game. And the best thing about playing Alabama is number two ain't in the backfield this week. Which which are we talking about? 
Derrick Henry? Matt Corral. <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. Man, you're right about that. Well, guys, I'm going to get out of your hair. I just want to holler at you a little bit and tell everybody, go big damn arm. Hey, big thanks. Big thanks. Uh, this will be the best offensive line this defensive line will go up against um, this season. Arguably between, what, Georgia, Alabama, maybe Kentucky. But being Alabama's offensive line, I mean, they're, they're NFL line. I mean, they might have the number one tackle. Um, in, in the country, but it's going to be a tough test for for this defensive line. A, a challenge that they're more than uh, up for, and they'll come out and compete at a high level. But the facts are that this this Alabama offensive line is is stout. So and how how will we compete? Will a lot of Simmons be out there? Will we full go? Um, can we expect and will we get a performance from one of our players that? People can look at and say, "Hey, man, that was that that was that player's best performance of the year." Games like this bring that type of play out of you. Games like this bring out the best. You may not win the game as a team, but games like this bring the best out. Who can we say that about up front for Tennessee? Who's going to meet that challenge? Because Alabama wants to run the football. They want to get the RPO game started, and it starts from running the ball. That's what they want to do. 865-255-03. Hour 3 is coming up. So stick around. Stay with us. Don't go anywhere. Be right back. For what is coming up on the Swain event. Out-of-town law firms have been swarming into East Tennessee lately. Firms from Memphis, Chattanooga, and Birmingham have stormed into the area. Wouldn't you rather do business with a local law firm? You know, a true neighbor. Marcos Garza and the pros at the Garza Law Firm are just that. They are our neighbors and friends that support local causes year-round. The Garza Law Firm works to serve you professionally on criminal matters, injuries and accident matters, and Social Security and disability filings. The Garza Law Firm is here for you at GarzaLaw.com. The Garza Law Firm, let us help. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of Quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for Pickup, or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. There is no better restaurant in town to enjoy the madness of March with. Cheer on the Vols and the Lady Vols with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. We're here with Dr. Michael Carlson of Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine to discuss PRP, platelet-rich plasma. If you have orthopedic injuries such as shoulder pain, knee pain, Achilles tendonitis, or tennis elbow, you should give them a call. Good to be back, Jason. We specialize in non-surgical orthopedics, so we treat damaged tendons, ligaments, and joints, including rotator cuff injuries, knee injuries, and elbow and foot problems by using ultrasound-guided injections with PRP. And this form of treatment helps stimulate the body's own reparative process and assist in the healing of damaged tissue. Doc, what makes your training different than others? 
I've been practicing in Knoxville for over 26 years, and I'm certified in interventional regenerative orthopedic medicine through the American Academy of Orthopedic Medicine. They've been the leader in this form of treatment since 1983. I also teach this form of treatment on a national and international basis to other physicians, residents, and medical students. Here in our clinic, I'm the one doing the procedure, and we're using your own PRP, which are concentrated platelets, to treat your injury. So in other words, Jason, it comes from you and it goes back to you. So you know exactly what you're getting and know exactly the level of training involved. Do what the pros, college athletes, and I have done and visit them online at trsportsmedicine.com. Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine, East Tennessee's leader in PRP therapy. If you're coming to Knoxville and need a place to stay, do yourself a favor and book a room at Hampton Inn Paper Mill, also known as the Hampton on the Hill. This award-winning property is literally in the top 5% of all Hampton Inn properties. The GM, Stephen Lawrence, is a good old local boy who grew up in the business around Knoxville. He and his staff are always available, always willing to help, and will go above and beyond for their guests. The newest Hampton Inn in Knoxville has clean, affordable rooms, flat screens, fridges, and microwaves in every room. Plus, breakfast is included in every rate. Not to mention, there's also a pool and fitness center on site. If it wasn't so close to amazing restaurants, bars, and shopping, you would never want to leave. At only six miles from campus, you're still right in where the big orange action is. Go to HamptonInn.com, search Knoxville, and book your room at the Hampton Inn Paper Mill or call 865-693-5400. There are articles and news stories that you read about the things that people do. And when you're reading those and you start to shake your head, you start to scratch your head a little bit, you get confused, you don't understand why. You start to ask questions. But really, there's only one question that matters. What is that question you may ask? For what? Point event fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Time for for what? Ben, what you got for us today? I am giving a for what to the Atlanta. An innocent woman. At least she thinks that she is innocent. But I'm giving a for what to a woman arrested for streaking naked during an eighth grade football practice. A Missouri woman who was arrested last week for allegedly streaking naked across a football field where an eighth grade football team was practicing seems to be blaming heroin for her off-the-rails behavior. Cops say Lacey, who is 27 years old, jumped over a fence at a Jefferson County, Missouri football facility where 29 boys were working on drills. Lacey was reportedly wearing just a scarf while hauling her behind across the natural grass surface. KMIZ in Missouri reports that she told officers that she had ingested heroin. 
and then left her house naked and started looking for help because she thought the heroin was going to kill her. She was taken to a hospital and later bonded out of the Cole County Jail on a sexual misconduct charge. Uh, she has been arrested for six crimes and infractions since 2014. Uh, Swain, this is that. That's that's her. Oh, I'm looking at the photo right here. She looks innocent. Yeah, innocent until proven guilty, man. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine being a eighth grade boy and seeing a, a naked female? I'll be scarred because well, I mean, this particular woman would scar me. Yeah, I mean, you know. But at that my, age, my first encounter with the you know naked person in real life is this. Yeah, but at that age, you're you're trying to peek on anything, right? I guess, but well, you're God, to get a peek of anything. I know, I know that's how big Orange Mac was when he was in eighth grade. Uh, most of us was like that in eighth grade. Speak for yourself. <laughs> um, this wasn't even the game. This oh. was practice. Practice. I mean, I understand doing it. I like, get a big time game, get the attention. We've seen streakers jump on the field, soccer matches, Super Bowls. This lady did it in a eighth grade practice. Man, drugs are bad, okay? <laughs> drugs are bad. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Huh? That's never been mentioned before on Swain event. That's never happened before here. Wow. Just when you thought you've heard it all. Big Orange Mac. Good morning, Big Orange Mac. Good morning, Jay Swizzle. Good morning, Benjamin. Hey, uh, Ben, you know how to check uh, bats if they're corked? Do you know how to do that? Because that boy last night, Bucky Beaver boy for <laughs> L.A. hit three home runs. Something, right, something up with that bat. That gummit. <laughs> I, I, I will say I hate Chris Taylor, Big Orange Mac, because a couple of years ago for one of my buddy's bachelor trips, we uh, – we went to Chattanooga, but on Sunday we drove down to Atlanta to go to a Braves-Dodgers game, and the Braves had a no-hitter going. I can't remember which pitcher it was. Oh, I can't remember. I'll have to look it up. But uh, one of the Braves pitchers had a no-hitter going and got to the ninth inning, and I'm sitting here thinking, y'all know how much I love baseball. I'm about to witness a no-hitter in person. I mean, this is, I mean, this is all-time bucket list item, seeing a no-hitter in person. And then Chris Taylor steps up the bat in the ninth inning and hits a stupid single right back up the middle to ruin the no-hitter. So I, I actually hate Chris Taylor for many reasons. Yes, I remember that. Yes, I remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, gentlemen, it's the uh, full Saturday in October, and y'all know that I do not give a damn about the whole state of Alabama. Facts. They make me sick. I can't stand them. They low down. They dirty and all other manner of stuff I can't say on the radio. You forgot one thing, Big Orange Mac. What's that, Jay? And they stink. And they stink. (laughs) 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 Uh, Y'all asked what would we like to see from our boys Saturday. Uh, Number one, I'd like to see the Trench Warriors uh, offensively and defensively, you know, I like to see the defensive line get some penetration, get on Bryce Young tail. Uh, I like to see the O line hold up. You know, 
give 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 Hooker give give old Henny Hook some time to you know get the ball downfield, open up some holes for our running backs, and I want our receivers to straight up cook cook Henry To'o To'o on some slants, get him just just shake break his ankles, just just get shit. I want him in a wheelchair like, like Lieutenant Dan after the game. I ain't going to shatter. Oh, man. That's what I want to see Saturday. That's what I want to see. And uh, and we know what they're going to compete. But, you know, y'all mentioned earlier, you know, uh, these guys are going to compete. They, they've got a they, – they, they've got a, a lion heart. They're they going to compete. They're going to go down swinging when they go down. So that's what I want to see. Uh, gentlemen, y'all have a great day and go to hell, Bama. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I want to see. I want to see the O line, D line, man. Just, just hold up, fight. Cause we know where the strength of Alabama football team is, and it's it's right there in the trenches. The offensive line is stout. I want to see. I want to see us hold up, man. We got some veterans in that in that group. And I know they're going to play with pride. I know they're going to play with fight. And I want to see us hold up in that area. Uh, Tennessee, 62 tackles for loss through seven games. Leads the SEC. Leads all uh, Power 5 teams. And ranks second in FBS behind Troy, and they have 66. It's going to take... Making plays in the backfield. So we got keys to the game coming up. We got keys to the game. What has to happen for Tennessee to get this win? Sure, radio and Texas A&M wasn't too optimistic about beating Alabama. They weren't. So somebody got to be laying out the keys to the game. Well, that's what we'll do. When we come back, also we'll go to the phones after these messages. Hour three. Powered by Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. <laughs> 